0: Hey, folks, I'm Joyce Vance.
1: And I'm Preet Bharara.
0: This week, we have a busy docket on the Cafe Insider podcast.
1: There are new developments in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. A federal judge reportedly rejected DOJ's request to hold Trump's legal team in contempt.
0: The upshot of all of this is Trump can't be trusted. You know, all sorts of litigation happens where parties turn over material in discovery or whether they comply with search warrants and and subpoenas that are lawfully issued, and they turn over material that might be damaging to them. And Trump has maintained such a posture of obstruction that I wonder if this doesn't become part of the narrative for charges down the road.
1: There's a bit of conundrum now that, frankly, is a little bit understandable. It's not to excuse Trump. But if you're in the Trump orbit, why on earth would you make a sworn certification if you're not positive— that you can do it with 100% certainty.
0: The January 6th committee appears to be planning to make criminal referrals to the Department of Justice.
1: My view is that that's kind of symbolic, that it doesn't mean anything, that the Justice Department we now know is heavily and deeply involved in investigating the circumstances surrounding January 6th. They've appointed, as we've said seven times already, a special counsel. What is the point... From the perspective of the Justice Department, or getting the Justice Department to do something that it might not otherwise do, and making the referral. It seems kind of empty to me. Is that unfair?
0: No, I don't think it's unfair. I think if you're looking at the value of referrals from the committee, if you're sitting in the Justice Department, as you say, it's symbolic. It won't influence their, I don't think, their decision-making process or the outcome of that process one way or the other. <laughs>
1: A New York jury convicted the Trump Organization of conducting a years-long tax fraud scheme.
0: The conviction is important, I think, because it bursts, to some extent, this bubble of, of Trump and Trump's company's legal Teflon status. So often there's just been this view that he gets away with everything. Well, no, no, he doesn't. He didn't get away with this, even though it's his company, not him personally
1: the amount in controversy not to belittle the conviction at all, but it's not the case of the century, right? (laughs) The total amount of fines, I think, amounts to like $1.6 million, which is a pittance. Maybe that's a reason why it hasn't gotten, you know, a huge amount of attention, although it's gotten some. What do you make of it?
0: And the Supreme Court heard oral arguments in Moore versus Harper, a case that could determine whether state courts have the power to review election rules passed by state legislatures.
1: I'm not sure what the level of optimism was for the people who believe in checks and balances and think that the state legislature should not be fully supreme because there was some, at oral argument, there was some critical questioning by even some of the conservative justices.
0: The struggle here is to figure out what that means because the judges are throwing around terms like, well, maybe the courts should only be able to intervene when something's done by the legislature that puts the entirety of the law into disarray. And you see the problem here, right?
1: To listen to the episode and access all other Cafe Insider content, try the membership for just $1 for one month.
0: You can do that at cafe.com
1: insider. That's cafe.com insider. We look forward to having you as a part of the Insider community.